Sometimes I feel like I am the post-it note queen. I write down all of my to-do lists on various post-it notes. And I know it's not really an efficient way to get things done or even note what I need to have done. But right now I am learning about being a holistic time coach and actually getting my certification in that. And one of the things we were talking about recently was about our capacity and overwhelm. And one of the things that was shared was that being realistic about how much you can do is a form of self-care. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. Being realistic about how much you can do is a form of self-care. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. Welcome to the Secondary Teacher Podcast, the podcast for middle and high school teachers juggling multiple preps to get the strategies to reduce overwhelm so that you don't have to choose between being an effective teacher and prioritizing important relationships. I'm your host, Kristen Masick, a 10-year high school engineering teacher, former middle school assistant principal, and teacher coach. Every week, we will discuss strategies, systems, and time-saving tips to help you not only survive, but thrive as a multiple prep teacher. One of the most difficult things as a teacher is figuring out how much is realistic and what does that look like? What does that mean? And there are not a lot of examples because quite honestly, the reason there's not examples is because it is not one size fits all. You cannot take what you see someone else doing, whether that is your neighboring teacher or your teacher bestie or even someone online and recreate their schedule and do everything they do and have the exact same results because you are an individual person and you have a different threshold or a different capacity than someone else. Today we're going to be really diving into your capacity and how that can help you set boundaries, maintain boundaries, and then maybe some ways to help you reduce that overwhelm because of those practices that you're doing. The first thing is to recognize when you are at or over your capacity. I want you to think about that. What does it look like? What does it feel like when you have met your max? or you're leading up to it. We have a book that's a kid's book. It's called Everyone Feels Angry Sometimes by Dr. Daniela Owen. And the premise of the book is talking about getting angry and feeling those feelings of anger. And what she uses as a metaphor throughout the entire book is a volcano. And so there are various pictures and stages of a volcano erupting. And she uses different colors to state when you are calm versus when you are building up and your volcano is exploding and erupting. And it just goes over some of the ways that maybe your body might feel. Maybe you get tense in your hands. Maybe you start to heat up. Just various things. Think about some things that might happen to you when you are at your capacity, when you are at your max. We don't want you to get to that point, but knowing What it is like that gets there is what's going to help us try to prevent that from happening on a regular basis. Then the next thing I want you to think about is recognize how you feel when you are under capacity and not saying that you're not doing your work, but in 
a previous episode, number 161, we talk about the idea of a minimum viable product. You are still doing what you need to do in order to have students learn, but you are not at your limit. You have nowhere met that, but what does that feel like? What happened that day? What are, What's your load like? What does your list look like? Do you even have a list? Think about those two different instances, recognizing when you are at or over, and then what it's like when you are under. Then what you need to figure out is once you figure out those two different types of feelings or scenarios, what can you do to hopefully be more frequently not at the under than the at or the over. What are some things that you might need to be able to do to remind yourself? Now you're going to use the answers that you gave yourself for the recognizing when you are approaching or you're at or over to help recognize that you're getting to that point. One of the examples that I always loved was from Dr. Jody Carrington when she's talking about self-regulation because this is one of those things when you're starting to feel stressed or even the example I gave earlier about feeling angry is to self-regulate and she had mentioned that when you're feeling some of those feelings one of the things you can do is you can scrunch up your neck and then actually deliberately release it down and make sure that you're pushing your shoulders down and you're taking some really deep breaths recognizing that you're in that state and then finding something that can help get rid of that now it could be physical like an example that I just gave you there it could be that you are finding ways to remove things from your list whether you are just crossing those off because you're realizing those are not a priority and those are the nice to do's and that it's just it's not going to happen and just freeing yourself from that if it doesn't have a direct correlation with your students learning and your students proficiency just crossing that off, which I know sometimes can be hard, but it can also be very freeing, or being able to delegate that or give that to someone else. Are there things that you can give to student TAs that are things that still need to get done, like copies, but that you can give to someone else? Now, the streamline your secondary teaching scorecard can give you some examples of how to do that. It's also a place that you can refer back to, to remind yourself for maybe when you are under. So how the scorecard works is as you go through each day, you give yourself points for doing things or not doing things, and then you rate how you felt at the end of the day so that you can look back and reflect, maybe look in some patterns, seeing are there certain things that you are doing on certain days that help make your job and your life easier or helping to reduce your overwhelm? What are those things that are going on? And you've got to also recognize that your capacity will ebb and flow with your seasons. Just everything you do, know that first off, it's personal. And secondly, it will change from year to year. There was a time where I had a lot more capacity when I was a first 
new brand new teacher because I didn't have children. I could stay longer at the school. I could do those things. But now I have a family. I have little kids. When I come home, I do not want to be lesson planning. I do not want to be grading. My capacity, my threshold, my levels have changed significantly. Also, think about even your seasons, your from day to day, whether or not you're getting enough sleep or not getting enough sleep, and just various things can really change how you will feel in that capacity. So realize that your capacity threshold is not going to be one bar that will stay the same for the entirety of your career. It might not even stay the entirety of this week. It could change and it could even change like you had more capacity in the morning and then by the time you hit after lunch, it has greatly decreased. I hope this gives you some insight and ways to reflect and think about your capacity and ways that you can really utilize this thought, this way of thinking about capacity to really help you as a teacher and prevent hopefully some burnout and lead to some self-care. If this episode was helpful to you, it could be for others. To help spread the word about this podcast, take a screenshot of this episode and add it to your IG stories and tag me at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next time. 